0: Hello and welcome to Running a Small Building Firm, a podcast brought to you by the HBXL Group for residential building firms, working on renovations, extensions, loft conversions and new builds. We discuss everything from money and marketing to competitors and contracts. Here we share advice and best practice and plenty more. So welcome. Welcome.
1: So, hi everybody, uh, my name is Jo Mulgrew, and I'm the managing director here at HBXL, um, the group of software and services companies um, that help small uh, building companies to thrive. Um, I'm really pleased today um, to be talking to Toby Peacock, and um, he is part of our Running a Small Business podcast today. Um, Toby himself um, hosts his own podcast, and it's called Tea Room Talks. I'll be asking him why it's called Tea Room Talks in a moment. And and it focuses on mental health challenges, specifically in the construction industry and um, the smaller end of um, uh, things where you're running your small building firm or trades um, firm. Um, And since November 2022, Toby has himself been running his podcast and he's had some really interesting conversations on the subject. So I thought I must speak to um, Toby and ask him a few questions. And I'm sure he's got a little bit of advice for us as well um, today. Um, so after this session, um, I strongly encourage you to um, search. I was to say Google there, but other browsers exist. Uh, Google T Room Talks um, and uh, take a listen um, yourself. So Toby, um, welcome and um, thank you very much um, for joining me today. Um, so thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah, no,
0: thank you. Thank you for inviting me here. It's a, yeah, genuine no, pleasure. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. So um, I guess before we start, I wanted to say that I've been reading up a little bit in advance of this conversation some of the HSC, that's health and safety executives figures um, on um, absences from work. Um, And this relates to 2021. And it was saying that 27% of illnesses in construction are reported as being stress and mental health related. That's absolutely massive, I thought. Um, And I got an email in literally just today um, on the same topic and it was saying, 2.1 million um, construction workers have taken sick leave caused by workplace stress. And that is just construction firm workers um in the last year so um i yeah i was really surprised to to hear how big a bigger an issue it is so it's very timely that we're talking today toby and i I know that everyone's stressed aren't they everyone is stressed but it seems to be rising in 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 construction
0: um
1: so so let's start at the beginning perhaps you could tell us a little bit about your background um tell us about the trade you're in how you started uh, uh you know what you're up to work wise
0: yeah of course so i started in the electrical industry um it was late 2013 now um got a job with a fairly large um commercial industrial firm so really good opportunity there you know, we worked in so many locations such as John Lewis, John Lewis partnerships, so Waitrose, NHS hospitals, solar farms, you know, huge projects wow. that around, you know, county councils, the list goes on. Um, a lot of large scale jobs and projects, so a lot of members of the team naturally, and a lot of the workforce and admin staff. And um, near the completion of my apprenticeship, I was having a few problems um, within that company, just. Um, my own personal mental health wasn't brilliant. However, you know, I, th- I thought maybe this is the time to make a bit of a change. And with that in mind, I decided that if I was going to make a change, I should move to more the domestic field because I hadn't really done that yet. So, you know, I, I thought that that would be a sensible yeah. move and move to a small firm based in Cambridgeshire. Um, I'm from Cambridge anyway. And, um, it was a lot more local work because, I mean, we were going to, you know, all around the UK with the other firm um, when I was in the apprenticeship. So it was a bit better. And yeah. with the smaller firm, it came with more challenges. But equally, there were things that really helped me looking back, um, you know, managing my own diary, planning jobs, okay. ordering the materials, liaising with the clients, you know, things that I hadn't or never would really be responsible for. Um, now, naturally, yeah. that gave me a feel for what I wanted to do and i could feel like you know i could yeah. do this myself and um once again after yes, a yeah. of years my um mental health was catching up with me and uh, i felt again like i needed to put some life back in myself and make a change and late 2019 opened up my own small uh domestic firm and at the time, obviously, I had no idea that uh, coronavirus and everything that was going to happen with it was literally just around the corner. So that was yeah. brilliant. <laughs> um, oh,
1: challenging, challenging timing. Oh, Toby, yeah. I feel for you. That was- <laughs> yeah.
0: I was going to say it, it, um, that was November that I opened up officially with yeah. Company's House. I waited until December, started things like my van, materials and tools and yeah, kitted myself out and then thought January I'm gonna hit it. So before I even got running it it, it really stopped me in my tracks. But luckily With the situation that was coronavirus, I managed to get a bit of a name for myself for, I was helping like local people with naturally with call outs and things. I hadn't really charged jobs before. So I was just going to the house and making sure they're all right and getting their power back on and just saying, look, don't worry about any fees or anything, because I'm so new to this, but equally the stuff we're going through now, it's the least of my worries. So that's where it all started for me. and, And here I am, you know, four years later. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I was really interested to um, read that although you're only you know four years in, you've already won um, a Screwfix um, award, which um, you're being very modest that you've not mentioned um, yet. What what was that for?
0: Yeah, so that was the Screwfix Top Tradesperson of the Year uh, UK National Award. So wow, yeah, not a not a small award. <laughs> So um, yeah, no,
1: that's 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 a huge a huge thing. So huge congratulations um, on, on that. Um, it's it's a really competitive category, I understand as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you know, with that, I started with the local branch. I saw the advert there, and they someone mentioned behind the counter would you be interested? And I vaguely knew of them. And I just thought, I don't really know. Again, I was thinking of all the corporations and the companies that are out there. And it was a strange process. And it was a very interesting process, to say the least.
1: Yes. Yeah. So something stood out about you. And and what's more, um, I understand that you're now a judge um, on this year's panel. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. So um you know, from the winning the award, um, which again, it was a crazy time con- considering they said that there was thousands of people who entered and then it was various stages where it was whittled down that I believe it was, you know, to hundred fifty, then 35 people within semi-finals and then 10 of us at the finals day. Um, yeah. as you mentioned, the, the, the items right. that they picked out for myself, that was, um, mainly due from the feedback that i've had from them that it was my thoughts on um and dedication to the industry thoughts on things like sustainability and future proofing um certainly my industry uh, green energy and you know ev chargers, solar works and all that sort of stuff but you know my openness with my own battles with mental health in, in construction so naturally they were really keen to um highlight that and almost reward me for that and and just as you've mentioned as well being on the panel now it was something i wasn't expecting however them that they have the uh, top tradesperson every year but they also have the like top apprentice of the year and you know i was invited to um be alongside the other judges there and sit with the industry experts that i was previously judged on or with um to help crown their wow. yeah national apprentice yeah. In the recent awards and you know it was really great because you've
1: been there. You've been there, and you've been there and got the t-shirt um, in terms of the uh, the apprentice side as well. So I guess you have a you know a real um, empathy with these guys going through their apprenticeships, and, and you know and understanding you know um, how they've got to where they where they have. So that has now become um, um, the platform, I guess, for your podcasts. Um, you know, off the off the back of all of that. Um, so, so tell me what, um, the, the podcast, they're called Tea Room Talks. So, and I was interested, I was thinking, um, where does that, where does that name come from? That, that, that name for your, your podcast for a start?
0: Yeah. So, um, <laughs> looking back, it's not a name for a, a tea party podcast, but what it is, is my own personal <laughs> experiences of, um, you know, with, with within mental health, um, when I was an apprentice, we would naturally have the canteens um, that we would go in for our breaks. Okay. And they they were obviously short yeah. short name for tea room. You know, let's go to the tea room, have a cup of tea, or let's yeah. go have our, our break. Now, the reason yeah. why I put tea room talks is because naturally I wanted that chat with my colleagues that I felt if I yeah. would have opened up with them at the time, and then with me, perhaps I wouldn't have got so... I don't know, caught up with my own mental health and certainly then their experience, I just wanted to change construction and that's where the name comes from because I feel like it should be just a a little chat, a little safe space where people can talk. Just normal chat. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Over a cuppa, over a cuppa and, (laughs) uh, and share. Um, so uh, yeah I, th- I think that well I think that's a, that's a great name so would would you mind expanding at all on your on your own situation um in terms of kind of like the mental health challenges or the things that if you reflect back that you know you know you, you might have had a chat with your with your colleagues about
0: Yeah of course so I I think for many years um it's come to the surface that I've struggled with anxiety I mean we all as humans we struggle with anxiety on the daily mm. um but it's when it the, tips the balance and you just can't sort of handle it anymore and I was certainly um faced with yeah. that and, and panic attacks as well They're something very familiar with panic attacks as well as anxiety episodes are high, heightened and anxiety about certain topics or subjects also suffer from um a lot of yeah. OCD um within my own um thought processes there's a lot of um topics and um problems that i didn't realize that was ocd for many years that it was like manifesting as uh intrusive thoughts yes. that would um obviously play havoc with that now the culmination of all of these naturally just drove me down and down and down um to have um depression now i feel like in the later stages or you know more recently um depression isn't something that's cropping its head up that often however you know the anxiety and panic attacks and OCD you know is still there but it's more manageable now that I've come to terms with it if you like so naturally with that podcast mm, yeah. it was something that I could perhaps grab with both hands and I'm gonna make it my own you know I'm gonna um, talk about my problems and I'm gonna face them and I want to face them with other people because. I'm not the only person out here by miles who um, suffers with this kind of thing.
1: Yeah. 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 And I guess there's uh, there's all sorts of um, different um, kind of, um, you know, mental health. And I don't know. Um, well, it's a spectrum of things, isn't it? In terms of what might be. Um, it's not just being depressed or fed up is it is all sorts of things i think everyone gets gets mixed up about that you know it could be things like i don't know divorce or not having contact with your child or um a bereavement um you know all 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 sorts of things i guess um layer up on top of what's an already um challenging job and we were speaking before we we um did the podcast today weren't we that um running a building company is actually a very, very stressful job in itself. There's so many different aspects um, to it, whether it's, um, you know, the admin, or so the quoting, the invoicing, the chasing for payments, the winning new cu- customers, the ordering materials to, for making sure that everybody is on site on time, that the right things are, you know, the right equipment is where it should be. Um, and it's, it's a lot of um, you know ball juggling so it is in itself very stressful and I do I, do, I understand actually that I think, think think divorce rates are extremely high within construction firm owners because of that you know there's there's no downtime it's into the evenings it's into the weekends and all that stress and anxiety as you're the the owner the boss the you know proprietor if cash flow is difficult or customers aren't paying you're you've got you've got all of that as as well as you know just not just at all but other kind of mental health challenges that we, you know we all we all suffer so no wonder there's a lot of stress um seen all these you know as we were saying earlier these 2.1 million days of absence and selfishly from the industry's perspective that costs the industry a lot of money by not dealing with it by not talking about it there's so many days absent and so much um impact on productivity and what have you with people being away and Things you know not progressing as it should by not having these conversations, or from a management perspective, recognizing or knowing how to recognize that um, the people that you work with, or work for, or you know, or, or you know, however, however so um, you're you kind of related management wise, but it's just it's not brought up. I, I think that's something that I think we really need to to, to look at as a, as a as an industry, as a construction industry. Um, so I don't know if you, if you've got any 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 thoughts on um kind of tips at all um I'm going to mention a conversation you had with um master builder um shortly cuz know the Federation of Master Builders I know are very keen on, on 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 making this um subject really you know front and center but have you got any tips um yourself in terms of um reducing um the kind of the, the stress and anxieties around running a, a building company um, or trades because um, I know obviously if by trade, you're a, by profession, you're an electrician.
0: Yeah, certainly, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, touching on a few points you've mentioned there. I certainly agree, you know, running my own firm that it's difficult. You are the person doing the quotes. You are the the person going out there, pricing it, sitting of an evening, doing your paperwork, making sure your tax is filed, your paperwork's filed and and going out and Mm. completing the task the next day. And no one sees that side that if there are material shortages, people not paying your invoices, these stresses add to your your daily life. Now, from my own um, point of view, you know, four years on my own now, it's not... um, expert compared to what some people have been going for many many years however i would say in in my line the advice that i would say is as much as feasibly possible try to be organized and this relates to ensuring that materials are ordered on time and perhaps prior to jobs jobs are booked in no matter how small they are so in advance as well make sure you keep on top of that diary um, and importantly allow time for yourself you know early on I used to just think that if I needed a paperwork day on the Monday I will have that when it comes around but naturally you always try and prioritize work and and work is a priority but the paperwork is a priority as well and your own personal time is a priority naturally where I've had holidays and days off treat it like a job you have to book it into the diary and you have to say um it's booked and it's not movable because again in the early days i was very much of the opinion of i'm having this week off but it came closer and closer and closer and i thought no i'll cancel it i'll do this but no one else is doing that you know if people are employed no one else is is doing that they're not sacrificing they're not cance- canceling mm-hmm. their holidays to fulfill their needs and um, for their company so why should you you know you're the person in control so it should be even easier. Um, And by this, you know, we try and avoid burnouts as much as we can. And it's hard from a self-employed point of view, but you can't work yourself to death. You know, life is much more fragile and important than um, making that extra job or, you know, trying to please other people. Naturally, you know, there are jobs that get run behind and things like that. And we do need to make sure they're satisfied. However, it's not you you won't look back and think I'm glad I did that one day you'll look back and think I wish I went here I wish I you know visited this person I wish I yeah hung out with my friends more and things like that and they're the real important things
1: yeah yeah I don't think many people um at the end of end of life think I wish I worked that bit harder um and uh, yeah, I don't think that will have brought too much too much joy. But I think it's a really good point that you make in terms of ring fencing your own your own personal time. And this is in in, in no way uh, a, a, a you know a plug, but I am obviously a, speaking from the perspective of a software company. And what what we try and do is develop um, building software that um, tries to cut down on some of those admin processes and tries to kind of reduce reduce. Um, the admin burden and and allow you a little bit more time so if you can cut your quoting by you know half that's another few hours every single week if if not more that you can say right okay i i've i've got that done it's in the bag and i'm happy that i'm not i'm not worrying about it i'm not worrying i've missed stuff because a lot lot of things as you were saying about anxiety is worry about um, have I have I done it properly? Have I have I thought it all through? Have I included everything? And I'll put that quote in. And now I'm worrying: Have I done? You know, have I covered it? You know, um, so um, many of the software solutions that we offer. The same with health and safety, by the way, because I think, believe it or not, I think there's perhaps a misnomer that people um, think that people who run health and safety, sorry, building companies, don't really you know, bother about health and safety, but I think everyone's got a real anxiety that something could happen, you know, and have I, have I got that, have I got that covered? Do I know what, what's, what's what? I've got apprentices on site, are they looked after? you know, do I know what I'm doing with them? And um, our founder, um, Adrian Wilde, um, he actually um, closed his construction company actually to set up hbxl building software because he was so stressed on about these these aspects you know that the health and safety burdens the kind of the, all the red tape it was he just found it really really challenging so um his his uh, take was okay what can i do to help the industry with those aspects you know what can i do to try and cut down some of those um those worries so that's really where we came from actually was our, our own um, then managing director adrian's kind of own Wrestle and tussle with the the running of a, of a building company, and which is why we're absolutely passionate about it, and we really try to uh, to do our users um, proud. and And this platform today talking is just so important because, I, I, despite all of those things, despite things like you know tools that can help you and, and making use of those, it's not that doesn't do everything. You know that's part of the that's part of the um, the solution in terms of trying to reduce um some of the stress and strain within the business um so let's go full circle back to your conversation with the with the federation of master builders and um i think it was um the welsh uh, one of the welsh regional directors evan was it um that you yeah, were Eben, speaking yeah. with um recently even sorry um mis- mispronunciation on my part sorry even um so yeah that was an interesting conversation in terms of um their, the federation's thoughts on um um mental
0: health in the industry yeah so naturally with myself um, hosting the mental health podcast and coming from construction i want to know what's as well as mental health what other things are affecting construction and naturally there are so many topics that are still um, archaic Um, so the view that um, obviously we're predominantly male dominated industry and we're looking to change that, you know certainly yeah. more females should be included within the industry yeah. because it certainly isn't from what times are now. it really isn't an industry just for males a female obviously can do anything and should be included, but it's just mainly the archaic views of um companies and um people really that are stopping um ladies you know joining yes. the industry um naturally, mental health is another one that we' are speaking yeah. about that so many small. Traders, you know, struggle really to, to keep on top of it and to keep themselves working and not contribute to much like you've said those figures really that contribute the absences and time off within construction because then it leads such a gap in in um, trades people now it was interesting because there was also topics that we spoke about a skills gap and there is a skills gap at the moment there really isn't that many tradespeople out that what we need i think they yeah. estimate within plumbing alone that they need manpower wise they need another hundred thousand um trades available to keep up with the demand of what is required wow. and it already shows you what yeah. what sort of gap there is in industry industry and that's plumbing alone um so naturally we're really keen to you know, fuel apprentices and, um, companies to train others within that. And, um, yeah, it was good to, to chat and hear about what construction, you know, has to offer and how we're looking to change because much like you've mentioned about the figures there, they are staggering, but they're not unbelievable. Certainly for myself being in the industry and seeing that is something that surprises me, but it doesn't. And, figures like i think it's 640 um men commit suicide every year that are based in construction now that's two a day and that's you know figure is staggering Um, alone and that's within the uk um and and that's just it's just not on anymore you know and i think that was what we we agreed upon and um we're looking to change really
1: yes yeah so um I'm, I'm going to ask in a minute what, you know, your your recommendations on where people can find advice and support, um it, you know, if they're struggling themselves. But, you know, have you got kind of any kind of sign off thought um for people listening? You know, if they're if they're thinking, Do you know what, you know, I am finding things, you know, really difficult, really challenging. um, And I can relate to to, to, to some of what Toby's been talking about. What What would you say to them?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think you know as as much as you can keep it local try and be um very open with your your friends your family as much as you can um it's a very difficult topic um it's not one that comes easy certainly in my experience um but failing that, you know, there are nationwide companies, um, and charities out there to help you naturally. If it's a state of emergency and you're feeling very vulnerable, there are places like the Samaritans, um, give us a shout as well as another great charity that you don't even have to pick up the phone anymore. You can text them and you can text a certain number and someone will be in contact to just chat with you. Um, naturally you got, um, therapy based ideas and charities such as calm, which is campaign against living miserably. Um, so they're great and they're there to perhaps hold your hand while you try and find local therapy and and help you in the meantime but try and sort out a life lifelong or a short term plan for you naturally you can go to the NHS people are finding that the wait times are quite long at the moment so you know with that you've got the opportunity that it is free but because of that again yet yeah, wait lists are so long so you, you you might want to approach charities for financial support and naturally as small business owners there are lots of people like myself who are always there for a chat and people who offer business advice so sometimes like you mentioned about the stress it's not just the um the mental stress and strain that we're, we're struggling with. Sometimes we just want business advice and there is plenty of, you know, freelance um, advisors that will be more than happy to try and um, consolidate and get more business ideas to try and make your life that bit bit easier
1: yes yeah we certainly hear lots of um building firms are running around um, and i hate that expression about bu- busy fools but you end up running faster and faster to keep the cogs of your business kind of turning and sometimes taking on jobs that don't you know pay so well or clients that aren't good clients you know we hear always about cowboy builders but there's lots of cowboy clients and customers as well and so we kind of like i need to step back and say okay what is it i want to do with my business what is actually you know wh- what do i enjoy about what i'm doing what do i want to do more of what do i want to do less of and let's kind of try and um you know refocus um how you know what my working life looks like and, and you've obviously done that a couple of times toby i guess we all think you know uh, you know this is my job but it's not just this is my job you know it's a, evolutionary it's organic you know your your career can take um you know different guises over time and and so you you know take take time to kind of regroup and have a think and we actually do some skills boot camps about business management skills for construction it's very specifically for construction to help some of that refocus and look at um different ways of um you know running your firm or taking a step back and looking at the kinds of jobs that you do and those are actually free from the department of education they're called skills boot camps and um in different parts of the country those are those are accessible and you get paired with a business mentor actually so i know this is a slight slight i slightly digest here toby but you know if that's an aspect that you know, you're finding a lot of stress with you know running your firm taking that step back and there is this government funding um for that so you can find out a little bit more about on the HVXL website if that's of, of interest and that's about business management skills um, and taking taking a step back, and part of that, I should say, Toby, is a module actually on kind of um, mental health and well being, and how it's really important um, to uh, to do that. And I guess he says something about the industry. Where, but when I was speaking to one of the learners the other day, and uh, he was actually a building company owner, he said, "I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be at the session tomorrow, um, but I'm taking tel- taking a self care day." And I was almost taken aback. I shouldn't be I shouldn't be taken aback, but he said that. I hear, I hear a number of women say that I'm taking the de- day, you know, I'm taking some time out for some self care, but I was kind of almost surprised and I don't want that to sound at all sexist, but it's, but I don't hear it very much. And I think just in close, Toby, just to say, I think, you know, we all need time out. We all need to step back and, um, and, and, and have a think about how not only do we, we run our business, what, what brings us some kind of joy and where do we want to focus or refocus um in our personal life, and also in our work life. So. On that note, um, um, is there anything that you'd like to say, Toby, in in sign off at all? Um, Anything about your future plans for the podcast or anything you think uh, people listening might like to, to know?
0: Yeah, naturally, um, as you've mentioned there in regards to the podcast at the moment, we're going through, um, recording and I've had recorded episodes already, um, for season two. So again, it's going to be there for a more in depth view into the mental health sector and more charity organizations and therapists and doctors as well that are going to be featured on the podcast to really look, um, at their own pioneer and work. And, you know, within the future, I'm hoping to increase that and, uh, you know, always looking for guests and uh, people who are going to share their own experiences and yeah, change these views on on mental health and like you say, change the attitudes. Much like you said, you know, with men, people should be open and honest and say that if their mental health is um, declining, that yeah, I'm I'm having a mental health day, and I, I totally agree with that. And that's something that's actually great that you've said. That it just shows that the the changing of the attitudes that is is coming.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think just sharing, opening up, what's the worst can, that can happen if you do. Um, really, really important. Well, so lovely to talk to you. So guys um, listening and gals listening, um, go to tea, tea Room Talks. You can go, um, search search for Tea Room Talks. Um, I think you're on Acast, Amazon and Apple. Um, and obviously yep. if you Google it, whatever for, you'll find, tea, so Tea Room being one word, Tea Room. Um, tea and you can talks. also find Toby on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. So, tea room talks. All right, and um, I think that's everything um, from um, from me. And um, so, thank you, Toby, so much um, for all your time. And uh, I hope it's been a useful session to um, to people listening today. All right. Well, thanks, Toby. Cheers.
0: Lovely. Thank you so Bye. much. And if you'd like to see what positive changes you could make to your building firm, head over to hbxl.co.uk and take a look at HBXL's award-winning estimating, CAD, and health and safety software as well as our partner company initiatives. See you next time.